to part two of issue 21 of the Playing With Power podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, John. Howdy. And not joining us, as always, is Ben. <laughs> he had to bail. The family The family uh, was calling, so. Yeah. And uh, we have a return guest. Say hello, Brandon Boswell. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, Pretty he's good. he's ba- he's finishing out. He's he's staying for the whole issue. He's uh he's a trooper. So whoop, whoop. yeah, I, I understand that Ben is actually um on the street corner um <laughs> pimping our podcast, uh, pimping the Patreon. Yeah, it? that's that's yeah. his. Yeah, that's what he does in his spare time. <laughs> I think he just enjoys the company of other men. But you know, he says it's for the Patreon. It's the same. Least, so. It's the same reason yeah. I work at the Bengal. It's like. It's like I I can say I need the money, but I really don't. It's just you know those old ladies. They're uh, they'll do anything for some extra tickets. Hey, in Ben's defense, Counselor's Corner had to start somewhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right, uh, continuing so. the Star Tropics issue of uh, Nintendo Power. Now, yeah, that's the name of the magazine. Nintendo <laughs> Power, <laughs> and we're uh, we're picking up where we left off. With the special feature Game Boy section, which yeah. which is a special feature that comes every month at this point, but yes, <laughs> I know, but that's what they say. It's special feature rather than just giving it one of the numerous names that all mean the same thing, right? And so uh, we have a Gremlins Two video game for the Game Boy here. Very exciting. They and used a lot of the artwork from the NES Gremlins uh, piece from the prior month. There's a. Uh, and then there's like a Game Boy cartridge with a Game Boy cover on it instead of just a cover for the Game Boy. Like none of these yeah. make any fucking oh. sense at all. Like you mm-hmm. look at the uh, the NBA All Star Challenge and it's got the Game Boy written on the side of the cover art. As long yeah, as it's like they took a photo of the box and put it on the cartridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's and then uh, then there's one that doesn't have any words on it at all. It's just a picture of a guy. Like, this is a really low-hanging net. If all these other guys are standing, like, this net mm-hmm. has to be, at best, seven foot seven foot high. <laughs> and this guy's just, like, like doing... Well, maybe, like maybe he's, like, Vince Carter or something. He's just flying so high. Half man, <laughs> half, am- half amazing, you know? So <laughs> I believe I can fly. Anyway. If, you look at, uh, if you look at number 17's jersey, the red guy that's on the bottom there, he is, like, dropping a bow into that guy's teeth. Like the blue guy. Red, red shirts are out to win. <laughs> blood. Red shirts so that you can't see the blood. Yes, you got it. And then bring Joe. me, and then bring we, me your bring me your brown pants. All right. Anyway, yeah, and then John's, uh, and then uh, John's probable favorite, at least based on the name, in your face. In your face. In your face. All right. The balls so. in your face. All right there on the uh, on the cover. Sounds media. like my sounds like my Friday night. So anyway, um, hey, is is that racial profiling on that picture there? Which anybody one? knows that uh, in your face picture? What the just because he's the gentleman on the left, right, with the with the black shirt, is jumping mm-hmm. at least eleven feet taller than the gentleman on the right with the red <laughs> shirt. Well, and there's as... definitely 
a difference in their skin pigmentation. As anyone that <laughs> that that enjoys movies about sports from the early '90s, you would know uh, that white man can't jump. So that, that is there such a true. thing? Is, is this a, true? You've never seen White Man Can't Jump? It's a racial. Is there such a thing? <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a great it? movie. It's a great basketball movie. So it's got Wesley Snipes in it and uh, Woody Har- uh, Woody Harrelson. Yep, and uh, they play like basketball hustlers. It's uh, it's, it's definitely worth They're basketball. Def- mm-hmm. Like pool sharks, yeah. but basketball. Oh yeah, I've seen it. It's it's definitely in my top three cottage movies for sure. Okay, I'm just yeah, can entertain when I played. I didn't see it. Okay, so. all right, there we go. There we go. When you that on Dark Road, I misled you. Well, you gotta you gotta remember. I normally deal with with Ben and Mike, who like mm. the concept of playing a game with a with an orb of any sort. Uh, uh, sends them unless, into unless it's a crystal, radical it's a crystal ball you can go fuck off and might as well. <laughs> no, it's, it's completely radical they cannot contemplate <laughs> I'm still laughing over the, after the way we fucking roasted you with Sugar Ray Lennon <laughs> <laughs> I'm still laughing over that alright so hey if it's any consolation I had no idea what you guys were talking about I had to google the whole yeah, that's why we gotta get around to those friggin' let's reads, so that yes. people people can understand what we're talking about when they don't. Like, yep, it's imperative. Less enthusiastic listeners than myself who don't go to the. Well, if you want, <laughs> if you want to uh, help, if you want to help along, we can provide you some materials, and uh, you can help uh, join the workforce. Of, uh, I, uh, of videos. No, 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 no. My resources as <laughs> limited as they are, are at your disposal. So. <laughs> oh, we appreciate it. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, the so the first game we're yeah. covering is Gremlins, and uh, two Gremlins two. two. And well, we already covered the uh, video, the NES version. Uh, John, did you see any uh, anything worthy in this game? Right, that's what I was saying. They used a lot of the artwork from the prior feature on Gremlins um, yep. here over again. Uh, it looks like a very generic platformer and, and, and generic in the most negative way that I can use it. Um, yeah, is the is the red line on the map actually like a jump pattern? It's like, it's like their, it's their suggested route to get through huh. the areas. To get all the power-ups. It's pretty cheap. I like I the, uh, if you look at the first, at the top one, on the uh, on the right page, yeah, it looks, it looks like, like a, a gun. I thought it no, looked like a dragon, like the yeah, I can oh, see yeah. that too. Head. Yeah, yeah, like a Loch Ness. Yeah. Under the edge <laughs> so neat. that's about all it has going for it. I, I, there's no way I'm taking the time to play this game. So <laughs> okay, well, how's the, how about a game you may have played? NBA All Star Challenge. I actually think I did play this game at some point. Um, it's kind of weird. In the, it's like a basketball game, obviously, uh, called... Uh, and actually, this is... So they have three games on two pages here. It's got the NBA All-Star, All-Star Challenge. They've got In Your Face, the game, and Double Dribble double dribble 5 on 5. Um, and I was wondering if I was having a stroke for a second. I was like, wait, what is he reading? So... Um, the NBA All-Star Challenge, it's kind of like a precursor to NBA Jam. You you select, um, I think it's a 2 on 2 Oh, no, no. It's one-on-one. So you pick the star, um, presumably of your local team. Uh, for f- f- the Phoenix team here, it's Tom Chambers, because uh, this was before 
they had Charles Barkley on their team. So one one thing that's kind of interesting of note, uh, they actually do have Michael Jordan in this game. So this was before uh, there was a lot of NBA games that came out in the 90s that didn't have Michael Jordan because he licensed himself separately from the uh, Players Association as far as um, games and things like that went. So if you had NBA Jam, the Bulls wouldn't have Michael Jordan. You had to go buy like the Michael Jordan game if you wanted to play a game with Michael Jordan in it. So um, this was before he reached that deal uh, to go off on his own. So he's actually in this game. It's really uh, nice that they uh, went to get the licenses. Like they got all the, yeah. they got all the people here I know, like Patrick Ewing, Carl Malone, uh, Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan, Terry Cumshaw, Larry Bird, Larry Bird, <laughs> Terry Cumshaw, <Yeah. laughs> Alex. Larry they've Bird. even got it's 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 funny because it's like a, it's a weird snapshot of the NBA because you've got James Worthy and um, like some of the younger stars too. So so if ne- so if neither of you play him, do you get to say we're not worthy? <laughs> uh, every time. Uh, every time. That's why Mike had yeah. a hard time convincing kids <laughs> at the arcade to play with him. <laughs> and there's a couple of players that I mean, I'm pretty versed in NBA like history and lore. Um lore. but uh there's a few players here that I don't remember particularly well. Uh so I think they had to kinda um, I think they got scrape the ba- <laughs> scrape the ba- bottom of the barrel to get players for some of the worst teams well, in the NBA. You, at this point you got Akeem Olajuwon because I guess Akeem Abdul Jabbar wouldn't fit on the screen. That's Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah. yeah. See, there's this other guy. Um, if you look at Ronnie Sicali again, looks like yeah. Al Pacino. So. Apparently Ronnie, that's the default face for the uh, for Ronnie Cycli. But yeah, there's a few players. Uh, Roy Henson for the Nets. I don't remember at all. Dominic Wilkins apparently played for Pac-Man. That's Atlanta Hawks. But yes, he's <laughs> one of the most prolific. Like he, if you want to enjoy watching an NBA highlight video, go look up some of Dominic Wilkins um, dunk contest videos because he was one of the best slam dunkers in the history of the league. So. Yeah, but anyway, uh, this game, I, I do remember playing it. It was It's very rudimentary, one-on-one. Um, they didn't really have, like, games weren't great at having five-on-five, like, portrayed very well with this generation. It wasn't until the Super Nintendo that, that games kind of had the abilities to really start to even begin portraying the games as they were. So, uh, did, you um, ever so play double, did you ever play Double Dribble five-on-five? Because five? it looks like some great, uh, looks like some great screenshots in no. the uh, game as well as that yeah. art cover of this fucking monster just attacking them yeah yeah, yeah. it looks like one of the monsters from it looks like the monster yeah, from space, space jam. jam yeah going hard hit him high, so hit question high, for you. Hit high. <laughs> quick question for you ben um for john i just had a mild speech. yeah that's fine that's fine it's all good um, it's all good <laughs> for nba john, uh, john loves john loves challenge. anything though it's the stroking in it mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, NBA All Stars here. Um, is the whole game perspective just half court, or do you like yes. go back and forth? Well, it's because a half court when you play one on one, you don't yeah, play yeah. full court. So, so yeah, there's like an alternative mode where you play. Well, it looks like you see they've got one on one free throws. <laughs> Why would you play free throws? But all right, yeah. horse, which is you take a shot, and if you're if you make it, your opponent has to make the shot, or else they get one of the letters. So. Up to H O R S C F C. I never. I don't remember. I I remember this game, but I don't remember playing it. I I, I doubt it. I bet it was. I bet 
Uh, you got to remember, I mean, they only had with the Game Boy two buttons and a directional pad, so that that's, yeah, you can't, that's what I was wondering. Can't, I was I mean, like, you can't really get too in depth. Did they get? It's the probably more time, timing and spot on on the floor would be what it would be based yeah. on. Yeah, the, the double dribble has a better looking court. It has it, it's the only that's, one I've seen a court that looks real. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was wondering because when you brought up the, the screenshots, I was like, oh, double dribble five on five is better be one, and it looks like it might even flip back and forth when you go to the other side. Um, yeah, I think that's a five-on-five five game, so that would probably pan back and forth to each basket would be like well, like you're watching on TV. Yeah, but even if so. it if it just flips, like it doesn't pan, it just goes to a certain spot and then just flips over and the whole maybe just has I a minor. I don't remember that game at all. So um, yeah, the yeah. the the jump shot cinematic there uh, to the right of the the court cinematic, it looks like he's just doing like the Luigi like. Mid-air periwinkle leg flail, so that little like. <laughs> well, I think it's an like, animation <laughs> where he's going to slam it. So like, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see, you can he see just, on the far right, like how like he's like slams down once he gets. He to finishes him, so. down, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that little anyway, that's that, I think that covers the uh, the basketball games. It, 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 I guess it's probably n- n- uh, worth noting in that it's the NBA All Star Challenge is I would wager the only Game Boy game with Michael Jordan in it. So <laughs> if you want to if you want to see that. I uh I bet I bet that would be where you can go. So, all right, what other games we have here? We have well, we Batman. The, uh, we have classified information for the Game Boy, and Batman, oh, these are tips. Okay, yeah, yeah right. And you okay, get to sorry. see Batman walking around, clearly holding a gun, because because right. you, know, <laughs> you know, I guess his parents must have uh, in this version, his parents must have slipped on a puddle and broke their neck because he has no aversion <laughs> to firearms. And then we have uh, probably because they probably took another game and just ported it over, and they the they uh, they had a gun, and the other game would be my guess. So <laughs> this is no the Doki Doki. Doki. Hey. This is Doki Doki Panic slash Super Mario Brothers two for the Game right. Boy. <laughs> for the Game Boy. Uh, um, Penguin the Wars. Other, the alternative. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Penguin Wars. Has anybody heard or played this game? We made the joke about Morgan Freeman when we were talking about it. Other than that. <laughs> Of all the wars, of all the wars <laughs> that have been played, none have been bloodier or cuter than the Penguin Wars. <laughs> so, sorry, Brandon. has plagued this film. <laughs> sorry. So, Brandon, what were you say? were you going to say something about Batman there, or did you have a? Uh yeah, I was just going to throw back to Batman quick for uh, uh, Mike's little alter alter universe idea, whatever. Anyway, um, maybe Batman's parents were shot with a gun. And Batman is not Batman, but in fact, man with a cowl who conquered his fear of guns and now uses guns to fight crime. So he's the Punisher. Yeah, well, man with a cowl. Man with a cowl. Don't get it confused. There's lots of, like, <laughs> the, pu- the, pun- the Punisher with We're slightly more protective headgear. <laughs> yeah, you know, like not Daredevil's cowl. That is one of my favorite um, Comic-Con costumes that I've seen. You go as, as Batman's parents. So... Uh, <laughs> And then what they do, like it's a man and a woman, and they'll just run up to every Batman at the Comic Con and fall down dead in front of him and, and drop the pearls. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're just walking around with a purse full of white marbles to just like drop in front right. of him. Right. So every time they run into a Batman, they fall on the floor like they've been shot. <laughs> That's so, so cool. So I want to get. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I want to get a. I want to get a Tony Stark's parents costume, and then just like walk around being like a racist old man from like the, <laughs> the earlier than the forties, and just played off like I'm Howard Stark. 
Yeah, <laughs> Biddy, get me a sandwich and two cigars. I'm oh. going to take my luggage to the room. <laughs> I'm not a racist. I pay my Negro doorman. <laughs> uh, His name is Charles. I, speaking I know of all my Negro's names. Speaking of racism, I, I even know their phone. I even know their first names. What, who would be I, a racist yeah. if I knew their names? Come on. I finally watched uh, Django for the uh, Django Unchained for the first time last night. That movie, they are fond of the N word. I, I I will say, <laughs> like, uh, but very, very good. Quinn Tarantino movie. loves having black people say that word in front of him. Oh God, <laughs> he's got some. He's got some fetish about that too. I'm sure. I I saw the <laughs> Hateful Eight. Frank, that movie was good. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't partaken in that. Well, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's Brand, a Tarantino I know. movie. It's a Tarantino western, so. It's, I know uh, it's on Netflix. I don't know if you have a Netflix password that you're sharing with anyone or anything, but yeah, oh, uh, or if it's on Canada. Canadian, if it's on Canadian Netflix, I'm not sure. But well, no, it's on Netflix. Canada, so. We all we all share a network. Or we all share a Netflix password. In Canada, it's just one <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> There's one Canadian password. <laughs> yeah, it's the Canadian password is A. <laughs> <laughs> or, or sorry, sorry, A. Maple donut. <laughs> Maple yeah. Donut. Tim the Horton. username is is Timmy Horton, <laughs> and, and the password is A. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Netflix from the inside. <laughs> okay, so we got the, we got the now playing, and uh, you know, sadly, it seems like one of the highest rating. Oh my God! The NBA All Star Challenge is made by LJN. Yeah. Oh my god! And it's one of the highest rating games here this month. Next yeah, Gremlins two, uh, 2 is is I think the highest. Yeah, but yeah. But then we got Battleship. Battleship. Uh, yeah, that's in the same in league. Anyway, hotel was that any good? <laughs> oh, I've never heard of it. I remember there was the game Mousetrap, but I don't remember. No. Their... You turn yeah, the crank, you spin being... the pole, you drop the guy right down the hole, and watch go right in the pole, and something on that fun, and get her wet, and there you go, the trap is set. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Altered levito method there, Mike. <laughs> right. Sounds like your childhood was pretty interesting. <laughs> so then, let's see. We're on to magician the game. Ugh, the uh, the which is an is... it's an NES game, right? Is it? It's, yeah, because it's got color. So it's does not... it? <laughs> It looks like it's made with fucking sand. Yeah, I mean, it looks this, awful, but this, this isn't an NES game. I mean, like, oh my gosh, theme and fun is actually pretty high on this. The play control sucks. How does it get a graphics and sound? The sound must be really fucking good, because it, <laughs> it shouldn't be getting a 3.6 for graphics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, this looks... Screens. This looks awful. Like I don't want. Any, Look at the. I arm. do like that. I do like that the bar. The barmaid has cleavage. You know, you, that, it has that going at, for it. If you look at the bottom of the uh, of the second page, uh, under the elementary spell casting, it looks like he's doing that move from uh, South Park Stick of Truth, where he's like doing the dragon shout, like <laughs> pushing his own right. fart. Where he's yeah. like pushing his fart to hit an enemy from a distance. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What I, 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 fucking pose is that? I, mean, like I do like that they. they it's like a friggin', uh It's like a friggin' Russian ballet dancer. I do like they have the the old time spelling, the ye oldie shop. That's that's good. I yeah. like they're they're true to um, that. But this looks like a very generic kind of game of the genre. And the, then the uh, sand art. 
The sand art could be better if you imagined it like somebody spent hours and hours making it out of moon sand and taking still pictures. <laughs> yeah, now like it's amazing. Like that Vincent van Gogh movie with uh, made out of paintings. Oh, I want to see that. That is something I'm so on board with. But uh, if you see the barren, the page with the barren wilderness, it shows this guy like Harrison. It looks like Harrison. Yeah, Ford it looks like running Harrison across does. a meteor storm in a swamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's, um, it's like, you. It's, all the swamp gas is like exploding at his feet. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner Harrison Ford. <laughs> and, uh, and he's got like a, a fucking uh, Indiana Jones fucking staff. It's a new, new icon or something. <laughs> but I don't think there's very much to talk about with this game. I, I think it looks very boring. <laughs> uh, yeah, the artwork is... Uh, well, at the last page, it says, like, only Abaddon remains. And there's, like, again, Harrison Ford. Like, is he supposed to be a wizard? Because he's got fucking jeans on. <laughs> he like, looks like he's he's fighting he's fighting this? some spirit fireball spirit with his staff <laughs> with lightning, though. I mean, that's he's pretty badass. Whatever, with the power whatever's going on there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It but. looks like it would be an oh, awesome wait, 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 scene wait. from an 80s magic movie that we had, in, like, we should... We should have like, seen. I'm pretty like sure I've seen that painted on the side of a bi- of a van somewhere. A it, van it's somewhere in it's... your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, if you if you zoom out just enough and you cross your eyes the right way, like Magic Picture style or Magic <laughs> Eye or whatever the hell they're called, um, I think there's like a weird ghost figure in the top right corner. Yeah, like yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's fighting a fireball demon. Yeah, he's thing. fighting yeah, a yeah, banshee. Yeah. I just assumed that I don't know the universe was throwing everything it had at. At Earth. Yeah. Earth has decided it's time to wipe out these humans. Yeah. And here we get to see the, the end of uh, Ragnarok. We have a player. breakdown of how the playing the, the power meter has been modified. They kind of go through sort of the increments that they're uh changing. Because it used to be just single numbers and stuff. Now they're getting a lot more precise with um decimals and 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 how to compare games against yeah and it shows the, the spider web which is eight points of data that they use mm-hmm. to uh come up with the four numbers which is a uh, pretty interesting it's, but it still doesn't yeah they, i mean out. it's one of those things like this is it's it's well done but like it's not that in- what was kind of interesting is they compared all the baseball games they've ever reviewed just so you can like see how they stack against each other uh here on page 68 um to get an idea of like how the games score against each other. Too bad so. it doesn't say why it gets a low score. It just says it's got a low score here. Like the theme and fun is it's, low. Yeah. Like why don't you that say be them, like, because it, 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 it was low yeah. because it sucked. They don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to. Yeah. They don't want to put down content too much though because you know that's they just pull, of, Yeah. They just pull and punches because it's their own stuff, right? right. I suppose. So. Uh, and then it goes through that they have different uh, classifications for what the games would fall under: sports, adventure, role playing, arcade classics, oh. all family and action. So, yep. So this is like the first uh, Nintendo's like first stab at like labeling genres, maybe. Yeah. Or has this already been like well, like Nintendo's first? They kind of tried to do this a little bit before. I mean, they've had versions of this, but they're just explaining it so that going forward, now that they have, it, you don't know. Yeah, now that they have enough games in their roster. I was going to ask at the beginning of this, um, do you guys have maybe a approximation about how many titles Nintendo has by this issue? Or like, uh, By this issue, no, but I did check Wikipedia, and I think it's like 907 uh, distinct titles that were released in North America. 
But if you count like Japanese and European releases, I think it, it averages around like nine hundred and sixty-seven. Right. I mean, the they like, were at like ones and... they were at like forty or something when they started Nintendo Power, but they've been obviously rolling it. I mean, this is issue twenty-one, and they've been rolling yeah. it out. As I was going to say, I remember a couple caught. episodes ago, it went from, uh, or maybe it was a, a bonus issue that I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, that's why, because we, we were on the bonus, we were on the fun club stuff, and I, they were a lot. I'd say it's about top 5 to top 50. Yeah, I'd yeah say it's for the about, NES. I'd say it's about 400 because the Super Nintendo's about to be released. So, yeah. so there's not like, dead yet. There'd be like 500, there. I'd estimate like 500 more types of games coming up to uh, last out the cycle. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what people kind of yeah, people kind of forget that um, the market for um, video games really dried up in the mid '80s, um, yeah. and so Nintendo kind of came in and kickstarted it again. So this is at this point, every like everyone's trying to publish again to make money. Like it was, it was real. That's why when you have the Fun Club, they have like you know eight, ten, twelve games and stuff, and uh, and then all of a sudden it really caught because. People realize yeah. there actually was a market, so they made games um, that were fun and challenging to beat, and gave us a way to beat the games rather than be frustrated and abandon them. Like pretty much like Atari, they Atari never had like a newsletter saying like, "Oh, by the way, Yars Revenge here, so you can get past level three. Oh, wait, it's the same right. thing you've been doing for the last sixteen levels because there's no variety in these games. Also, right. Atari never had a magazine because then they'd have to like admit the existence of things like ET. That's <laughs> <laughs> just so questionable. It's just admitting guilt in that, like, there is somewhere a flaming pile of cartridges in the middle of a, you know, wasteland in New Mexico or something like that. They actually yeah. went and found found it for the yeah, video yeah, game nerd. Yeah. 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 yeah, for the longest time they acted like no, it doesn't exist. It's not real. And then, hey, we fucking found it's it. Not real. Guess it's real. It's and, only uh, a matter of time before enough of those Google Google vans going around mapping everything, and somebody just like comes across like an axe murder and. A giant pile of of Atari cartridges just hiding, you know, <laughs> just behind somebody's dumpster or whatever. Important All right. The next so game the next is game. Ultima, yep. and you look at the uh, the tech specs, and it's pretty fucking low. You got like a two mm. megabyte at times a sixty four k, and they're using an yeah. MC one, which chip. is the yeah. most basic memory chip they have. This is like so, the same yeah. one they use for Mario, and this uh, definitely looks like it's. Uh, not in the current gen. <laughs> oh, it's fucking. Or, or of the of the of the bleeding or the like the prior. The, it's you know, Dragon like Warrior generation. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah. a step. It does up. have a kind it's of the, cool like Moses like picture there. It's a step up the, from the yeah. uh, Sandcastle that was the last game we uh, were looking at. But yeah, yeah, that's true. I have to say this game looks like it's uh, pretty neat, and this talks about like intertwined nature of virtues and principles, and. Uh, yeah, it's and... deep. There, you have to you have to have the moon in phases to open up certain doors and all this stuff. Yeah, or phase and, uh... of the Felucia, whatever that is. But I'm assuming that's the moon. So apparently, there was quite a few RPGs in the Nintendo era. They just escaped my notice until the Super Nintendo era. <laughs> like Dragon Warrior was the only one I ever tried until the uh, Super Nintendo came out, and that's when I got onto Final Fantasy. Two and well, there's. Three. I mean, this is pretty cool. There's eight character classes. You got mage, yeah, uh, fighter. I was just reading ahead too a little bit. I, I like might have a game. You know, if we ever do a, uh, I'd like to do a another podcast on the network. Well, make this a network by doing another podcast, and where we actually like go through these games, like give them a, a an honest try, like step out of our comfort zone. Like I can try playing some sports games. You can try playing an RPG, and 
<laughs> like just that would uh, be really dope. Yeah, and like get us out of our element and be like, was there anything here to appeal to a, a non-fan? Like, was it accessible? Was there an easy entry or right? Or was it just like fuck no? And then we switch off just to see if like even if like I'm a sports <laughs> fan and this game fucking sucked, or it's like right. I'm an RPG fan and even I just looked at this like nerd. <laughs> So yeah, there's a lot here. This this would if you're going to play this game, go find this guide cuz it definitely spells out a lot yeah. of the stuff that you need. I mean, I don't really want to go through it all cuz there's just a lot here, but um and I, we ran yeah, into actually, this with the with the Crystallis coverage as well. There was just like page after page of like descriptive information about like recipes for items and like, you know, sort of what different rooms and areas do for you. So yeah, and uh, this takes us, since we're not going to go into this much no, depth. It's, it's, it's too thick. About, yeah, if we I'm talk sorry. about this Actually, game later, maybe, but like this, not, not, not this show, not now. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, Brandon, what, say, what were you, you going to say? Sorry, I was going to say, uh, it actually makes me like a tiny bit like worried in the sense that like they are so in-depth. Is this game just like a blank slate that you're just fumbling through the entire time? Yeah, I don't know how you would figure this stuff and, out. Like... And you yeah, know, you're just in a labyrinth the whole time because, like, the one page of like items of the avatar is literally just filled top to bottom with like stuff that I assume I'm supposed to find at some point, right? In this vast 8 bit world that now exists in front of me, and it's just like, holy bonkers, taking in this information that's a lot, yeah. So, hopefully, yeah. I don't know, maybe that's exactly what they needed to finish selling that game, but maybe it went off with it with a hitch. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't. I, said, I don't. To... I don't remember this. I know the Ultima Online became a thing. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, is this anything? Is this related? Like, is this? A, a I would bet that it is. I bet that the sort of this these ideas were then carried on. Uh, yeah. But games like this, they just always tend to do better in the PC environment, just for a vast number of reasons. But it seems yeah. really rich. So I mean, I'd like yeah. to uh, uh, try this game just to see how far it is before we actually need to. Uh, basically have, <laughs> have this, this thing, thing hold our hand and be like okay now here's the 36 things you have to do that the game gave you no real idea how to do <laughs> take the right. take the wolf's bane put it in your left tin boot and wait until the first full moon and that only happens <laughs> because you're eating food and sleeping if you don't and you have to wait until the 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 festival of blarth and <laughs> <laughs> when only one into... villager only one villager tells you what day that is and so you, you have, have to, to make sure him. to you have to make sure to talk to him now he randomly appears in this village and yeah yeah, yeah. after you feed his you, horse you, you which, have to buy uh, three items from the shop in this order and then in that will, specific uh, order he will approach <laughs> you as you leave and yeah right. and as you leave you might get a cutscene asking him to feed your horse you have to let him you have to carry your horse companion in, in the instance that he wants to feed it <laughs> what was that joke on um commu- or not community uh, parks and recreation? They had a board game that was really convoluted, like convoluted like that. I think it was called like Cones of Dunshire or something like that. They had the, like this really super convoluted I, game. I think and someone actually made it something like that. Yeah, <laughs> as well. They had their own like, or maybe it was Friends, one of those like sitcomy, you know, community, oh, community yeah. has like yeah, Dungeons and Dragons episode. But oh that's God! All so. That uh, now that we're done, that this takes us to the counselor's corner mm-hmm. and uh, more RPGs. Dragon Warrior Two. Like, here's another case of unintuitive. Where is the jailer's key? Well, it's not visible on the merchant's list, so you have to choose the blank space between the items. Because <laughs> how would you figure that out? 
Would your like, cursor can I just think, maybe can just... Can I select a blank space? How would anyone well, ever figure... Oh, God I, I honestly would, would chalk that up to just me being, you know, 11 and stupid and accidentally clicking that or whatever. But if the rest <laughs> of the uh, the menus, like, if a blank space isn't highlightable, then that might be a, a giveaway there. And you're like, yeah. wait a second, how come I can normally just skip over that non... Yeah, wait a second. This is a... These lists don't have paragraphs. What's this empty space yeah, also, doing here? And yeah, and a, if it's got no money value attached to it too, which is if you guys if you, if you guys wanted to have any feel for how convoluted the Maniac Mansion game was, you can read through oh. the tips here for how to do stuff for the Maniac oh Mansion. My God. How do I send the demo tape to the publishing company? Oh well, my you have God. to steam an envelope <laughs> in, the, in the microwave with a jar of water and type the address with the typewriter. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's that convoluted. So that's that's why. So, yeah. Let's get let's get to something simple. The gameplay counselors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh boy. boy. Oh boy. <laughs> we, got, we got Joe Lockett who apparently is a uh, henchman for the fucking Riddler. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he's, got, he's got the green question mark. Uh, he's got yeah. the green question mark. He has all over think, his uh, shirt. You think Joe Lockett is an anagram for something? <laughs> um I, I, I'm not sh- <laughs> I'm not sure, but Anybody that has a hobby that includes black clothing. <laughs> yeah. Seattle nightlife. Oh man, Joe. Just, just, just hanging out with Doc, just hanging out with uh, Sir Mix a lot at the uh, nude car wash. What I will say, okay, his photo bad choice with the clothing with the Riddler question mark on it. But he does not have just one question mark either. Yeah, no, or whatever. It looks like no. He's got like several on them. It's it's Yeah. It's a terrible yeah, choice in clothing, yeah. but he does have a seemingly genuine smile. I yeah. will say he doesn't look too creepy or anything. He looks, looks he's like he's the a first normal... programmer or he's the first counselor that came out of his programming. Correct. <laughs> when they programmed him before they take the picture, he was the first one that came up with a smile on. And they're like, okay. well, all right. Well, I think he's anything else he's there sim- with he's simple because he his best accomplishment was <laughs> cubicle. Finished it without <laughs> yeah, continuing. I, I saw uh, that game was like a ch- god. But child's game. the funny thing about that is, is when he says without continuing, for some reason I imagine like the suicide boots booths from Future, <laughs> where like he just finished it and then like the, underneath the arcade machine, the trap door opened and he just like <laughs> slipped down or shoot to like a, a, a furnace or whatever. Yeah, like, without continuous and just nope. <laughs> yep, kickle cubicle. Right. Now. Kickle cubicle was his suicide note. Then we have Sean yeah. Mc- <laughs> McColdrick. McGoldrick, sorry, uh, who <laughs> went with a the, with a double sweater with a turtleneck and sweater combo for his photo. It looks like <laughs> and like a uh, feathered mullet. And they did the weird like look off into the corner, like don't look at the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I don't uh, know. Anyway, mansion without saving the game once. But the the most noteworthy thing here, his favorite yeah. game, Earthbound. Yeah, he's you a man know, after fuck, your heart. Fuck you. You, like this guy's clearly bragging that he's got he can play it yeah no earthbound <laughs> yeah. like like he's got access to these imported games yeah so, so i'm saying he can play it and you can't is what i'm saying yeah he's just like <laughs> hey guess what you know all those amazing games that you wish you had like if you like dragon warrior but thought i wish i could play this in a modern day setting well <laughs> i did you won't fuck you <laughs> david nixon uh looks like a pretty normal guy uh yeah, I got nothing. He's on in. It. He's into Castlevania three and Days you know, of Thunder shirt, shirts with Days stripes in so it. That's the that's Days like a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a Tom Cruise. That's a great, great movie. 
Yeah, Tom if you like NASCAR it. movies, then, well, apparently he likes you know, skiing, nope. and his uh, his skiing partner is right beside him, Eric Carlson, who's rocking <laughs> the Def yep, Leppard team. And uh, oh, yeah, he yeah. loves Crystallis, and he beat Ninja Gaiden two in an hour and forty minutes. That's pretty like, impressive. Yeah, is that a thing? Uh, that I think like that I think thing? that game's I think that game's pretty hard. So I would say that's probably you know pretty good. Yep. And, so uh, then we have some uh, Zelda tips. Oh, hold on! Before we get any further, uh, sorry, David David yeah. Nixon in his first place in, in Days of Thunder. So, assumably, it's it's a game that is intended to recreate the movie Days of Thunder. Uh, I don't so. think so. Let's see, Days of Thunder game. Okay, well, maybe I'm wrong, but I was assuming that, like, in any racing game, like Mario Kart, you finish Mario Kart when you be when you're first every time. That's how you finish a racing. Oh, game. Days of Thunder, I but guess guys- was a. Was a uh, Game Boy game, but it's it was PC in ninety, and then ninety two was Game Boy. So either he had access, other wait, oh it was released for the NES as well. I'm sorry. Okay, so there was an NES version of this. Yeah, it's a NASCAR game. Yep. Okay. And uh, yeah, so get- like, but to 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 beat the game, you got to become you got to be in first place anyway. So all he's really saying is that. I succeeded at the exact plot line. Or maybe he just won, like, a race. <laughs> in- yeah, I won the first race <laughs> in the time trials. <laughs> and now now Tom Cruise is my best friend. So the best part about that whole movie is just Tom Cruise rolling up on his bike and yelling at his manager. Well, that and just that, his, that his name is Dick Trickle. <laughs> <laughs> Which I is actually, totally forgot that. It's, it's is, Cole isn't, Trickle, but... Isn't, yeah, that something, like, isn't that something you get a shot from the doctor for? <laughs> isn't uh, yeah. also isn't that whole movie one of those movies where like the cast of that movie was in like the first make of, is that movie not like a remake of like a prior movie of the exact same plot with like, a completely different name or something? I don't like, think so. It? No. Um, it is a notable sure. movie. It is it? It was the movie where Tom Cruise met Nicole Kidman, and uh, their subsequent oh. relationship came from <laughs> and and their arrangement was uh, formed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then they were wed forever yep. by the spaghetti monster. <clears throat> and then I have that, and led to that story of him knocking on my grandmother's door in Sydney, which I told before on the podcast. So, <laughs> okay, so we're now uh, going to the players poll contest. Third prize is uh, 50 Nintendo Power jerseys, one of which may smell like Howard Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Smell like victory. <laughs> Ten winners can receive a FASA Battletech Gamers Kit, which looks to be uh, like, I don't know, uh, Mech Hammer, Me- uh, Warhammer 4000. Yeah, Warhammer 4000, yeah. yeah. And uh, first prize is a special tour of duty in FASA's Chicago Battletech Center. You and three friends will experience the newest in high-tech virtual reality entertainment. So they put you in these pods, which, I don't know, I guess they... They drain your youth so that the uh, the <laughs> owner of the company can live longer. Well, it says beware of blasts, so I don't know what's going on inside that pod, but you know, could be. Uh, <laughs> it, it there's all there's a hole right behind it, and it says beware of blasts. So <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's part of the rumble feature. You're gonna feel <laughs> you're gonna feel <laughs> a little bit of pressure, but it's just part of the experience. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, electronics. <laughs> we have electronics in this. That's a uh, that's what makes it work. Creme fraiche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, 
What's in these pods? Uh, I looked up and they're at the Battletech Centers. They are commercial virtual entertainment venues that feature multiple virtual combat in the fictional Battletech universe. The games are played in fully enclosed cockpits with multiple screens, joysticks, and rudder pedals. Which, uh, you know, in 1991, that's, a, that's pretty fucking dope. So it's like a yeah, mech game? Intense. Yeah. And, uh, the okay, and were, then are they are they battling, are you battling the other the people in their other pods? Is yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah, they're okay. networked. Oh, is it networked? Oh my yeah. god. It's just the first spectacular. Yeah, the first Battletech Centers opened in Chicago in 1990 with others in Yokohama in August of 1992 and Tokyo in 1993. Eventually, 26 such facilities were built and included other game types and more elaborate operations. These new locations were called Virtual World. Each Virtual World site featured at least 60 networked pods designed in part by Frog Design in 1991, computer and video games called Battletech, definitely the most exciting interactive video game system yet devised. And it was also featured in Discovery Channel's Beyond 2000. Oh. By 1993, wow. patrons could compete against other centers across the country. So Ooh. you could do, like, Team Deathmatch. Yeah. Wow. How Disgusting. fucking amazing is that? Red oh Planet was the first non-Battletech game added to these pods. And it involved what racing through the mine tunnels, mining tunnels of Mars using vectored thrust mining hovercrafts. However, rapid advances in arcade games and online games meant the Japanese centers began closing in 1995, and by 2000, no Battletech centers remained operational in Japan. Oh. And, uh, but did it say about any of the American ones? Like well, when they all closed up? In 1996, Virtual World Entertainment and FASA Interactive Technologies merged and became wholly owned subsidiaries of Virtual World Entertainment Group. And in 1999, Microsoft Corporation purchased VWEG sold VWE to a group headed by VWEG's former CFO, James Garbarini, and integrated FASA Interactive into the Microsoft Game Studios division. In 2005, huh. all VWE was sold to Nicholas Propwash Smith, and the principal offices were moved from Chicago to Kalamazoo. And in November <laughs> of 2005, an independent operator of the Virtual World Tesla 2 cockpits, Metcorp Entertainment, LLC in Houston, USA opened its doors to the public with eight Tesla 2 pods. They acquired another four and hosted the 2007 National Battletech Invitational. So it was making a comeback in 2007 with <laughs> all 12 pods operational. Wow. And then they decided to uh, take these pods to Gen Con in 2007. Gaming, sci-fi, and anime conventions including Comic Palooza, OniCon, MegaCon, and Dragon Con in the southern U.S. were introduced to MechCorp's Mobile Armor Division, while Virtual World Entertainment, in association with MechJock LLC, made appearances at the Midwest events, including Gen Con Origins, ACEN, and Yumacon. In 2006, hardcore players in Japan purchased four Tesla pods from the U.S. <laughs> and began to have an unofficial Virtual World Center in Tokyo. Despite many key components becoming lost tech and their spare parts no longer available in market, the pods are now semi-operational, though no commercial operation has resumed yet. And in June of 2012, Mr. Big's Family Fun Center closed and all assets were auctioned off. The sold oh. Tesla 2 pods have not been redeployed in a retail environment, reducing the number of available battle sites. Oh, okay. And there are 42 other cockpits in private hands, not included in this list, that are currently known and tracked. Because uh, oh. we've got, we got the, the list of Battletech centers. 
the Fallout Shelter Arcade in Twin Cities, Minnesota, the Hinkle Family Fun Center in Albuquerque, New Mexico, MechCorp Entertainment in Houston, and Big Kids Games in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And they have 12, 16, 18, and 12 Tesla 2 pods with Battletech Firestorm and Red Planet. Wow. So they're still uh, they're still in operation. Sounds like uh, I need to plan a road trip to Albuquerque. Just make sure to make a yeah. left turn, not a right turn. Hmm. <laughs> uh, if I do go one. to Albuquerque, I'll let you know, because I might look that up <laughs> if I go. Uh, honestly, at the beginning, I was like, the whole time, you guys have played um, the new Fallout? No. Uh, uh, a bit of it. I'm waiting, to a... Get, uh, I'm waiting to get a system to play it. I've only got my Xbox 360, and I'm currently renting all games that are available for it, just just so that when I put it to bed, it's fucking done. And I've got about 50 games left. I made it about a uh, few. By the time I'm done, we'll see if that new PlayStation 4 Scorpion <laughs> Dicklog is, like, whatever, whatever the new PlayStation 4 customer fucker is. Yep. I I uh, to answer your question, Brandon. I did. A, I played a few. A few. I actually own it. I I've played a few hours of it, but I uh, it didn't stick with me. I don't know. Yeah, so. I'm not the biggest fan. I I, uh, I have a tendency to let my friends purchase games, and then I just like seed <laughs> off them whatever plot points I find. But the question is, how but, did you? Um, how did you? Either of you feel about Fallout Three or New Vegas? That's a great game. I like it. I, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, all I was going to say was that, uh, the mechanics. New Vegas especially is one of the better games of the prior yeah, game. Oh, Felicia Day as a companion that. is just freaking great. Like she's so freaking like cute like like again like the, the character models aren't that attractive, but like just no, her character, her, the like, thing the thing she'll talk about. Yeah, her personality. Well, yeah, and the thing of cute. course with Fallout just in general is the stories are so well fleshed out. I mean, they they really they're they really do put the work into sort of giving a backstory to yeah. what's going on. And, and Wayne Newton as an well, AI for the radio. like less cool. what I'm about to say. Wayne Newton for the AI, yeah. <laughs> um, but John, you might like what I'm about to say a little bit less than, but I was going to say um, in the newest uh, one, there's a mission. The storyline is your classic um, science, like sci-fi trope of like, um, you walk into a room with a bunch of computers plugged in or like a bunch of pods plugged into a computer Right. One, you're in a virtual world, and then the, some little girl comes up and talks to you, and you kind of like through the matrix see that she's like lying to you or whatever. Like the things she's saying are less than true. Right. You start like investigating her. You're basically trying to escape this virtual reality where you're told that you are now trapped. Blah blah blah, blah and you got to break your way out. Right. By the end of it, you have this whole like set free the pods, or, or like set the people in the pods free, or leave them in their perfect reality and not bring them to this fucked up wasteland kind of deal. Right. And what was that like spoilers. into the Matrix? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was a big Matrix rip off. That's why I said it's a classic sci-fi like rip off basically. That's why like a trope. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Like you guys are saying like um to be honest, I do personally really like follow for their fleshing out of their reality, but this particular instance is very tropey in, in how they developed it and like laid it out. But anyway, long story short, you got the Matrix um issue of fucking uh do you pull them out to the wasteland or not? And then it doesn't matter, because spoiler alert, if you open the pods to let them free, which is like the humane thing to do, I suppose, um, they're all dead. They've been in there for way too long, and they're all just like <laughs> skeletons. And so, yeah, it's just like that. So, like, the beginning of Mike going into that whole pod, uh, like the, the, the battle, battle doodle pod <laughs> duels, you know what I'm saying? 
John goes on you a don't trip, open finds it up the and, fun scene, uh, yeah. opens yeah. it up and finds the, the remains of some poor kid. He's got like a fucking... Yeah, just like... He's got like a new kid like on the block kids. shirt on. There's like, there's like, yeah. <laughs> he's, and got like he's got like a fanny crisscross. pack and a Walkman. A bunch of juice, yeah, a bunch of like discarded juice boxes on the floor. Some hubba bubba fruit by the foot. Gushers and stuff. Yeah. And, then, uh, and, oh my God. and, 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 just, and, just and a you, big uh, pile of feces. Yeah, just like the biggest heap. And, and honestly, just as you were mentioning, like the first time they were networking the battle centers together, and I was like, oh God, that's just like, that's, that's them just spreading the virus. That's the matrix right there. <laughs> that's as soon as, like, as soon as the first people step into that one, they're like, hey, where are we? That's yeah. All, I think all, all, all the kids come out saying, we should not be. <laughs> This is definitely the case of a great idea that I bet it looks like it ran into the problem of it not being particularly upgradable as far as compatible. Yeah. That I mean, so, I was say, yeah. in the 2007s when they were like bringing it back, were they, they, I guess like just by the end of it, kind of they were playing the same games bef- was, as before. They were just going for the retro angle. The it's like, it's like the Starcraft yeah. in uh, Korea. Like there was, there's, yeah, there's exactly. like Starcraft in Korea. Like they're playing a 10 year old game. So, you know, this could be. This could be our StarCraft. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. I mean, honestly, it doesn't... I would try. I would try it. Like, I mean, like, cost... cost like, no. Nah. Nah, yeah, like, for, like, for 20 nah. bucks to play, like, like, 10 minutes at this, this would uh, be a little expensive, but... Yeah. Like, personally, I live, like, one minute from uh, the Niagara Falls Canadian side of the Strip, and, like, we've got all the arcades and all the fun little, like, tourist traps and everything down there. Right. And, like, if I saw something like this on the side of the street... I would expect to see it for like a forty dollar, you know, two hour maybe less thing, right? If, you know, yeah. anything less than that. Like we got laser tag for six bucks. If, if they had like, if they like had like come in days. for the day and like, you know, play as much as you want for you know forty bucks. Yeah, yeah. So I would do yeah, that. like a fifty, yeah, right. like a forty dollar pass, and then you get to play like all the arcade things, including like playing this thing is for like twenty minutes until you get bored of it. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to pay like you know yeah. So anyway, all okay, right. So we got uh, uh, now playing. Uh, it goes through a bunch of games uh, that are not very much of note, except for one game that I saw, which made me incredibly excited. I might have to go look it up. Actually, no- North and North South. and South. Yes, the South will rise again. <laughs> uh, it looks like a pop. I had a weird feeling. Yeah, I like that we both focused in on the one game that would involve like racism returning. <laughs> the uh, mad but, yeah. racism. It's a combat simulation game. Or what do they call it? Uh North and South War Simulation. Like Risk. So I mean just games like games like that. Yeah, it's basically Risk, but the board is only America. Um the a the risk. Union ver- Well, not all not just America, just uh, 1860s America, <laughs> so the East Coast. <laughs> oh, I thought I saw uh, a policeman's so it, uniform. I thought it was like the South rising now. No, it's like, it's it's, like they've uh, just been biding their time like for 160 future. years. It's a civil war like, simulation. All right, yeah. all right. The, our great grandfather well, said that this would be the appointed time. If uh, Trump time isn't elected, I wouldn't be surprised if now. they tried. <laughs> <laughs> Based on my Facebook <laughs> feed, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they tried. So it's basically uh, just if, risk, if, but if, with only the important stuff at stake. I've never played this game, but I do generally like games of that genre. Like, uh, I've I've put 
more hours than I would like to admit into Civilization uh, on the PC. So yeah, we got we got to um, play this game. Do you get to choose the North or South? Like it would be great if it was like like Command and Conquer, where you get to choose like the good or evil side. I don't. I, was gonna say, I don't know. I, like I but, Mike, if there is a way to play this network oh, where no. I played you as you were the North and I was the South, oh, I yeah. would be so for this. I would love to see Command and Conquer mechanics in this, where like you get like we get like a bigger technology like the north gets a bigger technology tree but you get cheaper labor for you know obvious reasons and, <laughs> and like that gives you the economy to get more downgraded units and my units are more expensive but they can upgrade higher because you know, you yeah, know we're, we're trained and literate <laughs> something like that i think i would bet that this is more just based on like positioning strategy and like numbers would be my guess yeah it wouldn't be as good um, as the way i'm thinking about it but fuck, right that would be great like civil war part two yeah so anyway I, 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 very interesting <laughs> concept for a game i'm really surprised that they even tried to pull that off as a game so my hat's off <laughs> they, to, they uh, wanted they wanted some my version of the game of course yeah so i kind of just also right. don't understand what happens if you win is like not the actual winners of history like is it well obviously this is this this game is just like can you dig it can you play so that the south wins and obviously obviously it wouldn't then like carry on to like slavery running over the country or anything it's just could you enact a scenario where the south actually wins uh i mean this this game would be so much like bloodier if they said it after this fight and and the stuff did well, win, right. and it's just a dystopia of messed up shit that you gotta like <laughs> as opposed yeah. to you know do you want to play north which is basically just like sitting in a wheelchair and coasting down a hill or do you want to play south which is like trying to roll a log up a hill and then it's just the same history either way yeah well actually I don't know. historians i mean because well, especially like the, what they say you know that history is written by the victors um the south had its chances to win the problem with the south it's it's basically like if you ever played axis and allies if you're germany um you ba- at the start you have to go all out like um because everything is stacked against you if you don't if you don't start to amass victories from the beginning um you have no chance it's because you're exactly right uh, the north was more industrious um the south um was re- was very reliant on like you know foreign resources and things like that and once things started to um to go against them it it really precipitated quickly against them because they they uh the north was able to blockade their ports and had industrial um advantages over the south and it was just kind of oh, then you just had to kind of lean on them until they crumbled so I like, I want to try out the second game the Cryon Conquest cuz it looks like Mega Man yeah who made it? Let's see. The Vic Tokai. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling remi- is reminiscent of the Mega Man series. Did you say he ripped off? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next is the top 30, unless you want to talk about uh, the future NES releases. The Punisher here is... Uh, oh, yeah. I had no... I was talking about the uh, the Punisher as I remember it being a decent game, but uh, yeah. not not very kind here. Couldn't break three. No, no. But neither... Also, uh, it's an LJN. But neither yeah. could uh, neither could hunt for Red October or yeah. uh, Mike Ditka's big play football. I can imagine <sighs> it only has a low score because you're playing as Mike Ditka. 
Well, and you have to eat a po- you have to eat a sausage as you play, or else it's not an authentic. <laughs> one hand on and the then football, Gretzky. One hand with a sausage. You know? Gretzky, how could Gretzky have a low score? <laughs> He's the great one. Too bad his game wasn't. Uh, yeah, Hunt for Red October. Stick with the movie because yep. it is an amazingly good movie. But yeah, now we have the top thirty. Number one, Super Mario Brothers three by almost <laughs> double margin, and Final Fantasy. As number two, NES Play Action Football is number three, Mega Man 2 at number four, and Castlevania 3 at number five. Although the screenshot here looks like a screen glitch. <laughs> but, you know, that's probably just uh, a bad shot. And, uh... No, what uh, is always interesting is looking at the way they break it down, like if there's something that the, the dealers are propping up more than the players and things like that. Um... Looks like they're like propping Fester's Ghostbusters Quest at number nine. They're yeah, they're posting they're and they're propping Ghostbusters two up as well because Ghostbusters two is nowhere on the other lists, but the dealers are pushing it up, trying to get rid of stock. It looks like <laughs> so. Okay, now John, I need you well, to Ghostbusters phrases just on down. John, yeah. I need you to read the uh, celebrity profile because it's sports, and I've got to <laughs> do something for a minute, so. Uh, <laughs> occupy the uh, the air. You, you're taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I'd, so be cu- I'd be cutting the podcast short if it was that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you go tell us All about right. uh, Vlad Divac and Act Green of the Los Angeles <laughs> Lackers. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, it's uh, Vladdy Divac and AC Green. Uh, but yes, this is of the Lakers um, post. Or just as Magic Johnson era is 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 ending, uh, unfortunately, when he uh, was diagnosed with the uh, HIV virus. Um, but so yeah, both of both of these players were on the team in the early '90s here, and uh, they're talking about how um, getting a uh, an NES on a road trip uh, gave the team uh, something to do. So Vladi Divac is talking about. Um, just that they were on a road trip, they needed something to do, so we went and got an NES. We had trouble um, hooking it up, but with the instructions, we figured it out. Um, and um, they, he was saying that he, that they all really enjoy playing Super Mario Brothers three. Uh, I sit down for a little bit, and I end up playing for hours and hours. So seems like Vlade uh, pretty much has the prototypical experience that most. Uh, most gamers tend to have in that uh, he sits down uh, and all of a sudden <laughs> the hours have have gone and 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 yeah uh, you wonder kind of where the time went a little bit. You just get absorbed um, into also, the yeah, and so he talked the right uh, and uh, he talks about some of the other stuff that he's enjoyed with being in L.A. Uh, a couple of television and movie. Um, movie appearances and things like that. Um, and, uh, his wife sneezing <laughs> this summer. Yes. Yeah, sneezing sne- <laughs> or sne- snezana. Um, and one interesting sort I of fun to think that he married one of the dwarves. So <laughs> the, fun, the one fun fact about Vlade Divac, uh, that a lot of people don't know is, um, his departure from the Lakers, uh, he was traded for a, a, uh, a rookie, a draft pick, 
um, who uh, was one Kobe uh, Bean Bryant. <laughs> so <laughs> Kobe Bryant uh, actually became a Laker because Vlade Divac was traded to the uh, Charlotte Hornets um, on the night of the, the draft that, that Kobe was. So Kobe was actually taken by Charlotte. Um, but uh, before he played any, uh, a minute for, for Charlotte, he was um, traded to L.A. for Vlade Divac. And then AC Green is notable because um, he was uh, the NBA player that uh, advocated abstinence um, strongly in the community. Oh. Uh, so he, <laughs> that's why that's why AC Green is kind of that's why at least or at least that's why I remember AC Green. You know, so, fellas, um, if uh, you wanted to avoid little sex scandals that all these other guys are in, you know, you <laughs> could just avoid the sex. I'm just saying. Well, you know, it's a possibility. He wasn't. Re- he wasn't really so much at. Uh, Campaigning for it amongst players, he was more like abstinence for kids and stuff like that. But yes, you know, kid, if you became a big celebrity like me, you could get all the pussy you want. But you know, some of us don't have to take it if that's not your thing. (laughs) Some of us are in this for the love of the game. Look what happened to Magic. Don't don't go put your your dick. Why is Magic an advocate for for abstinence? You know that Pat, well, I, you know Pat Pat, I, Pat, 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 Benatar was right. Love is a battlefield, and you know uh, he, you know, you know, Mr. Johnson, he took a uh, he took a wrong turn in Albuquerque. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I actually have heard that 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 magic might have come from like a transfusion or something like that. Like it might not have been sexual uh, transmission. So, mm. um, of course, everything's up in the air. It might have been also from a partner or something like that. I don't, <laughs> Keep in mind, he was a successful athlete, so uh, that's so, a, that's, that's a yeah. He was that. he was. Um, I mean, think a about very, it. His name very was, his name was Magic young, Johnson. That guy's fucking <laughs> very, very young, very attractive. Innuendo. Uh, superstar NBA player in LA in the eighties. I'm sure he did just fine for himself. So yes, but um, so but if you uh, take that as a lesson, kids. Uh, no, no, uh, no glove, no love. So. Yeah, he was trying to beat. Uh, fuck, who's that guy's record? Not Wilf- not Wilford Brimley. The uh, <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, who, whose autobiography is has the hilarious title of "View from the Top," <laughs> because he has claimed to have slept with ten thousand women uh, during uh, his career. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm, sta- I'm uh, standing a, on a uh, mountain of booty. Mount mm. Everest. <laughs> quick question for you, John. Mm. Uh, quick question for you: Is AC yeah, Green yeah, sorry. still alive? I would believe AC Green is still alive. I haven't checked in on him. So, uh, should we be expecting some sort of like crazy, insane sex scandal for like 2018? Say? <laughs> <laughs> he just, just put it on the table because I mean, all like, he all was that all sex, about abstinence and stepping on the hose. He was stepping on the hose all the time. Well, he, he was ma- he was married. He was his. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't advocate abstinence in life. He just said, "Wait until you're married." Was was his? He was very. He was he was religious. Wait until you're engaged. I'm confusing. I'm confusing his message. Yeah, uh, it's funny that you say that though, because I was gonna make a joke about how he's got some very like pasture sun eyes, like in that kind of well, like. He, he, I I just got caught doing something I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> yeah, well, he, actually, did, uh, he converted he had, to Christianity he, in Hermiston, Oregon, and uh, he is a deeply religious and well known for proclaiming that he began and ended his NBA career as a virgin. 
Yeah, he did. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I guess he did. Um, I, I did. That's what I remember about oh him. Oh my just gosh! That there was that weird... His teammates would frequently send women to tempt him to compromise <laughs> his morals, uh, and he would oh reply by calmly quoting scripture. You know, because nothing dries up a pussy. Then you know what Luke says in the uh, second chapter was that Though, you know, men his... should not men should not lay with woman if his heart is not pure. Hold to on, his on. credit, uh... sorry, go ahead, John. To his credit, he held the Iron Man streak, so the equivalent of the Cal Ripken streak. He played consecutive games from November nineteenth, nineteen eighty six, through to April eighteenth, two thousand one. So that's holy bananas. Fifteen years of never missing a game in the NBA. So maybe there is something to not going and sticking your willy uh, where it shouldn't be. Holy right, that's bonkers. Mm. Yeah, apparently was, he also a terrible, <laughs> terrible religion joke, but never mind. That's just that's just. He, he also mind. suffered from chronic hiccups. Uh, so if you want to avoid hiccups, kids, uh, rub one out. That's probably the best way. Yep, ladies give you hiccups and throat cancer. Yeah, <laughs> that's Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay, so are we done here? Uh, we're done with uh, Vladi Divac and uh, AC Green, that's for sure. You did, we have, did you mention uh, that he was in the Flintstones animated special? I mentioned that he was on TV. I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't mention he, that he was in two Hanna-Barbera television specials? Wake, Rattle, and Roll, and Fred Flintstone's 30th anniversary special. So this guy was, uh, that guy was dominating. No, I was more talking about how he got traded for Kobe Bryant. That was, that was my, so... Um, anyway, uh, Pack Watch. Um, Adventure Island have, 2. Mm-hmm. Look which actually lo- looks pretty good. Um, fun thing. And a, uh, an undetermined Star Wars game with no screenshot. Just clips from the movie. Yeah, just this is movie what, stills. This is what you're definitely not getting. <laughs> right? Just to get your hopes up, there's going to be a game with this shit in it. And uh, uh, Double Dragon 3, because, you know. The first two weren't great. enough, yeah. Yeah. And finally, the big, the big, the big news. on the roof in that one screenshot? I'm sorry? He's on the roof, <laughs> yeah. He's always like, I think he's flipping. I think he's flipping over, oh, but is, yeah. Is that, is that a, oh, I thought that was like a gimmick for Double Dragon 3. Like, they didn't add in player. They added like the rooftop as like a third <laughs> you, you dimension. Can, <laughs> the ceiling like, run. You can fight as Lionel Richie. Uh, yeah, I guess he, he, he is flipping because in the next screenshot, he's like more upside down, more full. Yeah. 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 My bad. Sorry. <laughs> you know, you're all good. You're all good. And now we look all right. at the main attraction, the Super Famicom Showcase, the Super NES. It's on its way. Uh, we get to see the Japanese version of it. Uh, what are your thoughts of it compared to the version we got, the gray-purple one with the sliding buttons? This one seems to be like uh, pressing buttons. I I think... I actually prefer the aesthetic of both the color and design of the Japanese system to the American, despite having, you know, the American being my first system and loving it. Like, I just I just really like the way the buttons are laid out and sort of the, the color scheme are for the Japanese one. Or maybe maybe it's just because it's, it's something that, you know, we didn't see as much here in America, maybe. Yeah, you can't tell if it's a novelty why. or if it's an actual good design on its own. Yeah. I mean, obvi- the functionality is essentially the same. So, for me, growing up, that little, um, that little blue, green, red, yellow dot thing going on, a little flower petal, mm. that thing was just like, uh, uh, I don't know, like an, an icon relic to me. Like every time I saw mm. that, I was just drawn to it. Didn't know what or why. Just knew it had something to do with Nintendo, and I was just into it. Mm. So I had a bunch of like, I had a like along with the the I mentioned the two 
NES consoles I had. It was they, they were all in like a giant boat box back where mm. boat boxes were a thing, I guess. And there was honestly just like bins and bins of, of duck hunt controllers, <laughs> and it just had like little Brandon, buttons on the your, side of them that I just. Brandon, is your Sorry, computer like constantly com- finishing a soda? It's coming. It's yep. coming apart at the seams. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. It, it just it was a little rattly for a second there. No, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think that color scheme is very attractive, especially compared with the controllers we got here, where there was just like slightly different shades of purple. I know. So, I, yeah. I had to spice mine up with uh, some stickers that came later in Nintendo Power that had like stars on them, and yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. You got to dress up your controller, so. That was a pretty uh, sweet giveaway. Yeah. So, but, but there is a big bit of like blurb of news in there is that they are setting the release date as September ninety one. So this is February. So six months or so from this magazine, yep. uh, we'll be getting the release of the Super Nintendo. Yeah, we'll get to see some. US I like markets. how they. We've got Sim City here. Wait, 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 wait! I Sorry, Brandon. What? Game. What do you? What do you like? Uh, Sorry, I was gonna say I like that they uh, have the uh, little annotation at the bottom, like. Actual appearance of the American uh, mm. Super NES will not uh, will be different from the Japanese, and it's funny because uh, just throwing back quickly to what Mike said about the buttons and the, the actual toggle stuff. I think the actual buttons here functionally are the same because I, I remember the power switch being like a toggle, and I remember the reset being just like right. A my cat, my cat would they constantly were walk across. They were slides on the there. U.S. on the U.S. system yeah. on uh, on the American systems. They were like a little purple bar. That you would slide like was forward. the reset like a a slide and it like moved back or did it yeah like... yeah it would it would, there's two little gray bars that you would like move backward yeah uh, the reset oh. one had the spring that would reset I the power one I think was, like, a the eject the yeah. eject was pretty similar um, yeah this yeah. was like a, an obvious button and the other one was a more hidden button like it was part of a uh, part of the flat it was flush with the console. So, but very, uh, very much similar layout in that the, the power and reset were in the same reset. positions, but positions. Uh, on the yeah. U.S. version, it wasn't a button that pushed down. It was a it was a bar like it was like a like a physical bar that you would move. Um, yeah, like a yeah. lever. So, that, uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was more. Yeah, like on a, on a track. So this is like a yeah. button. Think of like, a, like an like a throw the switch switch. Like a big yeah, big except yeah, converter. Yeah, so. I always used to like mm-hmm. have a childhood uh, horrifying memory of, of playing any console game and my cat wandering into the room and then walking <laughs> across the console like every cat does with a keyboard and pushing all the buttons, but only yeah. ever hitting the reset button. Like right <laughs> when you're like, my, my favorite was with the, uh, the Genesis fighting Robotnik and just throwing oh, down on Sonic and you get to the last level, you're supersonic and your cat walks in and just like, fuck you. <laughs> so yeah, because nah, fuck well, you, I'm a cat is why. Because the, cat, cat, the cat knows. I, I live here. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I just realized what my my uh, my child or my my adulthood distaste for cats. Is. <laughs> yeah, get off your cat, get off your fucking idiot box and feed me. <laughs> and, then me <laughs> and then give me scratches. I was reading yeah, somewhere like because cats cats don't see people as like um like dogs were like the leaders of their pack uh, with cats yeah. they just see you as a big cat that needs that like gives them food like they don't yeah yeah and the worst part. Being that, like, we actually chose dogs out of all of the animals that we could, like, tame. We came in, like, right. things. So that now they're genetically different than what they would have been if we'd left them alone. Cats, on the other hand, right. saw us, and they were like, oh, warm shelter, food. I'm just going to nuzzle up with I'm just going to go stick my nose up in that. I'm just going to be right. there until they get annoyed or accept me. And just well, over and millions uh, of years. 
Just like a woman. Well, thousands, thousands yeah. of years, <laughs> thousands, not, not millions, thousands but yes, not millions. Um, yeah. And and you got to remember, like with with like agriculture and things like that, we had stores of grain, so you get mice. So having a cat around is good for. Uh, yeah, places, there was so. a bit of. I consider those humans like the weak links in our genetic pool. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't have been <laughs> feeding those cats. <laughs> well, they weren't feeding them. It's just well, they're, they're, yeah, but they were like you know like we would attract down. vermin, yeah. and then so you have a cat around, you don't have a vermin problem. So yeah, that's the idea at least. So all right, SimCity, they're showing off. Uh, I don't remember ever playing SimCity. I on did. The Super- I enjoyed I, the hell out of it. It was. A I love the game. Oh, I, actually, that's not fair. I played the, the shit out of SimCity. On the PC, <laughs> nope, just yeah. not not on the, any, on the uh, Super uh, Nintendo. Not on the Super was Nintendo. great because Bowser would show up and nah. uh, decimate yeah. the city. Oh wow! Yeah, that's exactly. What Bowser was, was the Godzilla. Yeah, he, he <laughs> just showed up and wrecked show, and that's you were just like, great. Now I get to rebuild now. But, but I uh, what I like is this uh, this insert of Mr. Miyamoto and Will Wright, and good luck finding out who's who. <laughs> Yeah, I like and, that uh, your your uh, when you said insert, you almost got like a little accent going. This uh, innocent. <laughs> I love the. Uh, I, I just wonder if uh, while playing this game, if Miyamoto was playing some Budo Grasu. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he likes that bluegrass. He's got right. uh, he's got the Super NES paddle in his hand too. There, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then uh, next so, is uh, Scat. The scat watch, which which uh, <laughs> which plays like shit, literally, because you are scat. <laughs> uh, and so, and then uh, let's see. Of scat, are you watching scat gameplay? <laughs> <laughs> You're into scat play. Yeah, well, yeah. aren't we all a little yeah. bit? You just you put down the tarp <laughs> and you have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> just crack right, open the uh, window, get a fan so. going, <laughs> get a uh, fan going, see. and there you go. And then we got totally rad. You're gonna have a fan. It looks like a com- it looks like a, uh, a, a a combination of Kid Icarus and Mega Man, right. and it looks pretty fucking amazing. And that boss looks ass. awesome. That, that boss, boss looks amazing. Fierce. It's like Doctor Wily piloting a Viking. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Kid Icarus meets Kirby, but yours is pretty on the nose yeah. too. There, yeah, that's pretty accurate. And then we have news of LJN fucking something else up. So Wolverine and Terminator. Uh, Man, this looks so promising. And, yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's LJN. It's, it's, it's gonna be, yeah, like, gonna be. <laughs> they got they the, crush the your dreams. With the Lazarus project. And then uh, let's see, we have a new device coming called the Game Handler. I love that. Well, I love the um, way that hand is positioned. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 looks, it looks. It looks strangely familiar to me. It looks like, like it pressed naturally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is the, is the joystick especially the quote-unquote cockpit viewer <laughs> oh, the whole thing is a joystick yeah it's a it's basically they're saying it's, there's a it's joystick something our teenage or something our teenagers will definitely find intuitive <laughs> uh so and then we also have sword master coming Which, from activision uh, it says as you gain experience you gain the cloak of a magician and cast spells so uh you know, despite the fact that you look like a walking carrot, it looks like a pretty <laughs> decent game. It yeah. looks like Castlevania, but with a, a, a touch more medieval. Medieval. Mm-hmm. You kind of so, look at uh, the, the human torch a little. And then, yeah. and then right down uh, Mike's alley. Uh, <laughs> no bungholio's ambition. No bungholio's ambition. No bungholio. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is a whole... Like, it looks like they're sticking with... 
Now they're playing a whole bunch of numbers. Now they're playing magic numbers. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What I mean, all these fucking I know numbers? people love these games, but I uh, just I do not have the patience for patience for something like that. Koei so. has created a second simulation set in feudal Japan where you can conquer lands such as 30, 31, 28. But if you're trying to take over 26, you may need some help from 25. Did you just read that? No, I'm just Where looking at the that? screenshot. No, he's inferring. Oh, oh okay, sorry. He's just looking yeah, at the screenshot. It's, it's, it's like, you can take over lands such as 25, or you can choose 29. And don't forget, as a bonus, yeah. you can get reinforcements from 24 if you take over 23. Yeah, so it's risk, but, um, you know, old Japan. So, uh, let's see. Then we have Gossip Galore. Not a whole ton here. There's a space uh, shuttle simulator. I wonder if that like breaks up and explodes your Nintendo if things go wrong <laughs> would be the question. They got Little uh, Mermaid. Yeah, Little Mermaid is going to be a game. I, I don't like the way they wrote this. Uh, they said it's going to be targeted at female NES players. We expect the game, like the like the movie, will will appeal to a wide range of fans. I don't. I just don't like. Why are you targeting marketing. female players if it's going to yeah, appeal like, to a wide if range it, of fans? Make, make a good game and like I don't. Yeah, it, people will I play mean, it. Girls and boys will play the game if it just looks good. I enjoyed the fuck out of Mickey's uh, Magic Quest for the Super Nintendo. The, right, uh, the Lion yeah, King. Yeah, that was great. And it doesn't matter if these are made for kids. Like it had good play control, excellent music, good graphics. A good game will invite an audience. Like and um, I know I enjoyed the hell out of Barbie's Pony Adventure. So you know, <laughs> hey. So, Ooh, well, well, uh, well, except except your version, that's, your version was like a uh, Custer's Revenge. That's because uh, I like horseplay. horseplay. <laughs> I have a horseplay yeah. fetish, but you it know, was that's a Custer's that's... Revenge port that uh, you know is only available on uh, certain sites. Yeah, that that, that Barbie they, may or, may, they may or may not be <laughs> monitored by watch groups. Barbie was that never Barbie. the same after she was visited by Seabiscuit, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to be a vet so much anymore. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. Anyway, um there's a two two player two player Pac-Man. You're fine. Brandon, what were you going to say? Did we just make a bestiality joke. Yes. Well, no, I was going to uh, maybe if, if if they just made the little mermaid like they were gonna and didn't make this little blurb. I'm sure there would have been plenty of free creepy best teenage boys. Vapid, yeah, so. but the Little Mermaid we want would be fish head and female vagina because <laughs> we don't have any use for the yeah, the, like, the, the, the fish bottom. Uh, excuse me, the top has boobs and a mouth. Okay, that's good <laughs> yeah. for the price of one. Yeah. That's fine. A, I will take the. Trade. I want the leg half with the fish head. So, well, that's oh, a great. Yeah, so you can that's get great. The okay, okay. Yeah, guys, exactly. Personal, personal I get my choice. Everybody, everybody <laughs> at the table. What do we want? Fish head or fish top? Fish top or fish bottom? <laughs> I'll take the fish yeah. bottom of girl top. I'll take the fish top with the girl bottom. Oh, I don't want to. I don't have to talk to it. Hey, hey, wait! It's a brrrr, brrrr, just like screwing. Just keep your face down in the bathtub. Guys, look. If it's if we can like like fins down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. Fins down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. See, but that way, that way. All right. So if you're making if you're making the female top fish bottom, you've got the other parts left over. We, you know, I think we've yeah. Brandon's making a good point. We can. Really take advantage of making these two animals and and keep everybody happy. So. At least, yeah, like, at least my thing, version won't result in some weird top. fucking baby. 
Uh, hello? You'll be creating some nefarious hybrid. <laughs> well, yeah, we're making a hybrid to make this more is, hybrid. But here's, this here's is how you get Paris you take, Hilton. If you do, you want, do, you, do you want if hybrids? Because this is how we get hybrids. This is how we get hybrids. <laughs> if you take fish head, right? But you don't take like any fish head. Like, you, don't, you don't want a swordfish. That's just risky business, right? Right. Um, oh, two swordfish references for two Tom Cruise references. <laughs> no, you want you want like a cl- you want like a dory um, fish or uh, something. Sword, like swordfish something like is uh, Travolta, by the way. But yes, uh, yeah, you want something like a dory, uh, like a dory, like a dory, or a, or a goldfish. Something that just forgets yeah, every two, two seconds. Or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> forgets yeah. the horrible rake no you're putting into the goldfish. Forgets the rake. It doesn't count. No PTSD because it never. Oh my god! And then and then adding to the fish top is that if you got the lady bottom, that's fine because you just. Doing your dirty in the bathtub, I assume, and then the, the fish head has to be submerged under the water anyway, so we can breathe the whole time, right? Yeah, so you're well, laughing. You're doing. Do I have to keep stuff. it alive? I mean, I guess. I dog guess fish the style. Is dog fish <laughs> there's style. catfish. There's catfish, and now there's doggy fish. There's doggy fish. Oh, I don't know. To be honest, I'm kind of a mic though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the boat. <laughs> back on that that side of the table where I don't know. Uh, I want something with a bit of conversation. So. No, but like, like if you think about I'm it, I'm a like, romantic, so I, I want tank. someone I can talk to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but are you gonna get? Yeah, are you gonna get so that she can just be sitting while giving me? You some get to, I mean, you get to play with yeah. her mermaid boobs and then get blowjobs, but then like there's nothing else. So I mean, I guess I, I don't uh, know, titty, titty titty fucking probably. Yeah, yeah, playing with a boob. Come on, man. Honestly, think about you see you see failure, I see opportunity. John, think about fish head blowjobs versus. Girl who's been underwater for her whole life, blowjob. I think. <laughs> Can you get wetter? <laughs> yeah, one of them is going to be like just scales and teeth. So <laughs> one's used to holding her breath. Oh my god! Hot tub blowjobs. Permanent hot tub blowjobs. All right. Oh, so Ben's going to Ben's going to regret not being here. <laughs> <laughs> It's all my I think that brings uh, brings us to <laughs> a close here. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, there's the bulletin board. The bulletin okay. board has uh, wanted agents to help stamp out fraud. So basically, they're asking you to be narcs. By uh, yeah, if you see says, if you what? see games that don't have the Nintendo seal of approval, let us know. Yeah, um, uh, other games like you'll need the NES to play on the NES without adapters. Uh, some of them come from Taiwan and don't have English packaging. So, uh, what can you do? Blow the whistle on the phone. If you know of stores that are renting or selling these games, write to us or call our customer service department. Give us the store's name and address and we'll take it from there. Copying a video game program is like copying any other creative work. If you spent years creating something just as you finished, someone else came along, copied it, and sold it, you'd be stomping mad too. So, (laughs) like, Mario could have been a little bit more like Uncle Sam. Like, we want you... To rat out, uh, rat, to rat out copiers. Mario sold out the subscription now. He's the, he's the, <laughs> yeah, conscription. Yeah, conscription. Yes, yeah, not subscriptions. <laughs> please subscribe. And, if you uh, can hear my voice. Just subscribe to whatever. <laughs> subscribe to stuff, please. <laughs> so yeah, subscribing is what I want fans to do to the show. Conscribing is what I end up doing when I grab them on Facebook and tell them, "Hey, my show exists. You should listen to it." And yeah, uh, exactly. that's how, that's how we met Brandon. <laughs> Are you nineteen? Right. Listen to this show. So conscription works. <laughs> yep. 
So, uh, in the next month, we'll be getting more coverage of Star Star Tropics and uh, Metal, Metal Storm, Storm GI Joe, and uh, they're going through a breakdown of uh, the Nintendo hardware, which should be pretty interesting because yep. the the it's on its way out <laughs> as a generation, so they're willing to give up its secrets now. Yep. So, and then we get to see some Howard Phillips being fucking amazing, and I hate him because he's so he's yeah he got such to an awesome s- life. He's hanging out with Nikolai Rukosh. Vina vodka, and he's uh, like just playing Game Boy games with him. And was on and, hand to give tips on galactic travel. <laughs> yeah, and show, oh, man. like the, show. The, the, the cosmonauts took Game Boys with them. And yeah, was, yeah, they shared, uh, and they got to play on Fao Schwartz giant video wall. Oh my god, you get to hang out at at Fao Schwartz. Well, and look, the the founders of Rare uh, yep. were on hand. Yeah, the for... Stamper Brothers. And they, uh, yeah, they, um, they're, they're both doctors and interesting people. So yeah, that would have been fun. So yeah, and Solar Jetman hit record sales that day because Rare was there. (laughs) So yeah. Anyway, yeah, kind of interesting. This guy's living an amazing life. Yeah. So and that wraps up this uh, this issue. We had a blast. (laughs) Uh, John, can we find you anywhere? Um. The, yeah, my my sandwich uh, dating app grinder. Uh, other than that, yeah, no. Aside aside from on uh, certain watch lists. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if you're looking for me, check your phone for an Amber Alert. So. <laughs> okay, and Brandon, where can we find you? Uh, of course, you can always try and track me down in the great woods of Muskoka. But good luck with that. Um, otherwise, if you want to put in some real detective work and you're interested in maybe finding some stand up posts, you can find me on. Uh, well, you had to track me down to the Playing With Power Facebook page. That's uh, that's the thing I needed. <laughs> yep. Playing With Power and, Facebook page. And you can find me on the uh, Geek Fallout Productions. Uh, Sides fate, of Milk Cartons. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm on the uh, screening and technobabble shows when uh, new episodes will be made. Or you can just catch up on the old episodes. And check out the other shows on the network, like uh, Trek 1701, uh, the comic book episodes, Screening, uh, Hear Me Podcast. And if you want to uh, reach the show, you can find us at GetThePower88 on our Twitter. You can also email us, PlayingWithPowerPodcast at gmail.com. You can check out the YouTube channel, which is a link <laughs> on our Facebook page. Uh. When we uh, we have one video, hopefully we'll get two <laughs> eventually. Nudge, nudge, wink, yep. wink. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll be... Uh, what else? Um, you can also get us on... Uh, yeah, you can get the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, uh, Nobex Radio. <clears throat> Was there any I'm missing? Um, I would just say, yeah, the play... The- you didn't miss it, but the playing with power podcast page on Facebook is the best way to you know get keep. Yeah, in touch that is the best way to keep in touch. Our latest episodes are posted there. You can uh, leave comments on our episodes or message us through there if you want to. Uh, you know, tell us about any corrections, omissions, if we made any mistakes, or if we offended your numerous sensibilities. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, please let us know so we can openly mock you. <laughs> I think I think we have we have a pretty bit we've pretty much set our niche for our audience. If if 
if they're not yeah. up in arms about about the cum box at this point in time, we know we know the kind of people we're dealing with. So, we yeah, anyway, share with all your sensitive friends. Share this yes. share all the podcast with all of your sensitive friends. Make sure all of your friends see it. If you know somebody in a hospital in a coma, get them on an iPod. Download the podcast. Put it on. Well, seriously, they're in a coma. They could. Yeah, we can get the downloads. Like they're not yeah, doing yeah. any good there anyway. So yeah, you know, just, hey. them, just subscribe so that they auto download. Just keep. Just yeah. get charged by the. Uh, the nightstand and uh, unplug yeah, unplug know, whatever machine is making that annoying boop boop sound plug in their iPod yeah, yeah, if you yeah unplug that if thing you that thing's useless charger, fuck that yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah you don't need that not, dumb boop boop machine fuck that yeah, yeah. download yeah. don't listen we don't we don't care if you listen we just care if you download <laughs> so so you can you can rate and review us on iTunes if you want to tell us how sacrilege we are yeah or, or how amazingly awesome we are because you're fucking evil like us then, yep. yes you can do that too, and uh, so anyway, tell uh, your thank you about the show and like thank you. Nah, all right. Yeah, thanks for being I'm on done. the show, Brandon. You, yeah, you really, Brandon. Thanks. You really, uh, you really, really uh, added. You really pulled your weight as far as yes. Yeah, so you you were a trooper tonight, so he stuck. He stuck through for the the long haul. Got this entire issue taken care of, um, and of course we'll be looking for other guests and. Uh, celebrities and all kinds of people to have on this podcast we want to keep it fun uh keep it uh relatively irreverent not taking itself too seriously but uh we always like to have a bit of fun with this so uh appreciate you uh, giving us your time very much so thank yeah. you Thanks so i really appreciate being there yep so thank you brandon for being on the show and uh as always i'm mike and i'm john and you're playing with how Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power.